Farmers Insurance knows that there's a not-so-subtle difference between the sound of a car hitting your rear bumper and the sound of a clown car hitting your rear bumper. Whoa, 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 whoa! Sorry about that. Here's a balloon animal. Add my information. We call that a three-ring fender bender, and we covered it. At Farmers... They know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. <laughs> Click for more. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Against the Voice of Wrestling Rumble Rewind. Today I'm here with a very odd, we're doing it differently than I've done it with everybody else. Most people I've talked to, they've either been from the UK or Place to Be Nation, or I've talked to them on Skype. This time I'm doing it real life, damn it. Because sometimes wrestling fans have friends that are real, even though I didn't meet you in real life. I would like to point out that this is not happening in a basement. No, it's not. No, we are. It's 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 cloudy, but this is in a home that I own. It's not my mom's. (laughs) It's a real live adult place. I don't know about that. Are we sure? I, I think I could find the mortgage statement. Okay, yeah, please do. Yeah, we, we'll be right back while we we'll, find the mortgage. We'll have proof appended to the podcast. Here. Yes, but anyway, I'm here with Sean Flynn, who's a, a longtime friend and uh, avid wrestling fan. So we nothing to promote. So we'll get to that at the end. You got a Twitter account that we'll have to tell everybody about. But what we're going to do here is we're going to review the Royal Rumble 1994. And as I mentioned, we're going to do it a little bit differently because we are literally sitting here in front of it watching it. So. Jeremy, we, we, we've made sure that you're not going to be able to hear it, so you don't have to get the WWE lawyers on us. Jeremy McDivitt doesn't have to come. Please but, don't um, sue me, Mr. McDivitt. I have at least $12 in assets I don't yes, want to yeah, lose. Please don't. Yeah, we, the, the Voices Wrestling uh, Fund is, is, is... If we lose all of our Google AdSense, what, what will we have left <laughs> after that? So we'll have $25 left. The t-shirt sales didn't make you yeah, millionaires no, no, yet? No, not at all. Not yet. No, we're still waiting on that. But So what we're going to do is we're going to do kind of a live-ish, play-by-play-ish review or whatever. We're going to make it funny, though, so it'll be a little bit different than my other reviews, but I still think it'll be good. So anyway, Royal Rumble 1994, before we get into it, Sean, why did you pick this one? Was there just, something particular that you liked about the 94 Rumble or just... There's a couple things, actually. Yeah. First off, when the project originally came up, I didn't know if we were doing just the Rumble match or the whole thing. And the thought of watching The Undertaker ascending I to the heavens. I would never do that again, yeah. I've done that that, that made times. me so happy, because I haven't seen that in... In fact, I haven't seen any of this, really, except for clips of the ending since okay. it occurred in 94. Nice. But also, it's like, as I was thinking about it, I think you can make a case that this was one of the f- precursors to the Attitude Era. I'm going to get to this at the ending, because I've been thinking about okay. this. And I, my reaction to it, I think, really pref- really sort of shows what we were looking for. Because I'm a wrestling fan, 36. Yeah. So I grew up in the Hogan era, the NWA era. 
And, like, most of my friends grew out of it, but I kept hanging on through the dark years yeah. of the early to mid-90s. And at the end of this, there's a little hint of what we were all hoping for, and which came about in the next Sparky couple of years. A.K.A. Bob Holly, A.K.A. Hardcore Holly. Well, obviously. <laughs> right, I mean, yes. You Sorry to spoil it. But. A, a race car driving wrestler was my dream for years. <laughs> and it finally became. Yeah, and, and not only that, but to have a punny name to boot. Yes, Thurman Sparky Plug. I don't know if it, at this point, we'll have to see when this one comes. So anyway, well, we'll kick it off here in just a second with the, the Royal Rumble. And as I mentioned, we'll, uh, we're going to be kind of doing live-ish play-by-play. Um, we'll just react to who's coming out or whatever. So feel free to watch at the same time as us. Don't do that. That'd be... Actually, no, that'd be actually a pretty cool idea to do that. It would. It's, it's like the uh, riff tracks. Yeah, so right now we're looking at uh, Howard Finkel. No, <laughs> Howard Finkel has been staring at us for the last couple of minutes, and I think he's beginning oddly, to see my deepest secrets. Oddly erotic, somehow. But... All well, right. My let's... Howard Finkel uh, fan fiction is on a whole other part of the internet. <laughs> I, I can't plug that it's on here. the deep internet. It's on Bitcoins. It's, it's on the dark net. <laughs> you used to be able to buy it on Silk Road. All right, let's Rest fire this Silk up Road. here. Uh, where am I going to buy my, my missiles now? Yeah, I don't know. So we got Fink. You mentioned you miss Fink. I, I miss yeah. Fink so much. To me, that's the voice of big events. Yeah, and he loved this part, too. The Rumble, he, like, oh, explaining he how the Rumble so worked. so excited. Like, this might go on for another ten minutes, so... <laughs> Which is amazing, because you wouldn't think it would take that long to explain. Guys come in, they get thrown well, out. Because he always, and, we, and the other Rumbles I did, it's kind of funny, because on this, like, he always, there's one, I think it's the 92 Rumble or something. He goes on for, like, ten minutes or whatever. And then he finished, and the gorilla goes, yep, over the top, and <laughs> you're out of the match. And it was just like... To be fair, 92 had a lot more to explain <laughs> yeah, with I mean, the uh, title being I, up for grabs. Yeah, and Fink went, went into all this detail, and then Monsoon just immediately was just like, yep, over the top, you're done. <laughs> it was like, gorilla understood that brevity was useful. <laughs> it's like, wow. Throw guy over, win match. Which is pretty much Gorilla's career in yeah, a nutshell absolutely. for a long time. All right, so I I, uh, I forgot to look up where this one's uh, emanating from. Usually, most of my podcasts I was looking 94. up. Four was that Hartford? I don't know. I know WrestleMania was may in. have been Hartford. Anyway, we got roided up Scott Steiner coming out to the ring first in his. Uh, oh my god, so much hair neon. Too. Yeah. That's one thing I definitely miss about the mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like the and city well of Miami exploded <laughs> onto everybody's singlets. Singlets, too. Nobody nobody rocks the singlet. No. Like, it's got Steiner out in the... This is a short run for the Steiner Bros. They weren't in here very long, but... God, I was so excited when they first came here and... Uh-oh. Samu. <laughs> With Afa, and he is barefoot, of course, being Samoan. And Does Samoa even have shoes? No, they don't, no. And they also, uh, the old headbutt thing, too. I'm sure that'll play in at least like six or seven times where people headbutt them, but it won't work because... Well, I don't know if you know this, but in Samoan grammar schools, there's actually classes in headbutting. That substitutes oh, okay. for PE. Oh, well, then there we go. So You just headbutt things and... Oh. I should make a note here that this Royal Rumble, uh, 90 seconds is the, the entry time for, for all these. So before we had seen a lot of uh, two minutes, uh, they eventually went back to that 95 the year after they went to a minute, which is just insane. It's just so fast. So this one's 90 minutes, or 90 seconds, though. 90 minutes, I think. Uh, Iron Man matches for everybody. The one, the one minute Rumble really fit with these sort of hyperkinetic MTV oh, jump cut well, And the other thing, too, uh, with that, that Rumble, because I reviewed that uh, you know earlier today when we were recording this, and it was just like... The, the roster was so bad that, like, you didn't really even need these guys to be out. I mean, did you really need, like, Mantar to be out, like, any longer than he was out? Like, you don't. I need more Mantar in my life at all times, frankly. I'm a little annoyed that he didn't appear with uh, El Torito on the old school yeah. world. They could have had him as his father. The only Spanish word Vince McMahon knows, El Torito. <laughs> that's not true. He also knows Matador. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Just as Tito. <laughs> Providence. This one was in Providence. Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. 
In the Providence Civic Center? Yes. All right. I have no idea if it's still around. I think so. Because yeah. I doubt Providence had enough economy to build a new stadium. So. <laughs> Maybe they sold naming rights, though. A little, uh... Oh. That was a pretty stiff <laughs> close line. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's stiff. only fair, because God knows if you're dealing with Scott Steiner... That's probably, it's probably retaliatory. I'm yeah, sure that's got to be a receipt. three times already, so... There we got it's the crazy countdown going. on his head. Is there a more exciting thing than the Royal Rumble countdown? No, wrestling? not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Every, and was, every person has the chance to be a huge uh-oh. surprise. We got Rick Steiner. Speaking of huge surprises, adjusting the headgear. Yeah, there was one year where they uh, they didn't have it, like... I think it was 88 where they didn't have it. Nobody nobody in the crowd could see the countdown, and it really takes away from it, because it's so cool to just see everybody in the crowd. It's like, oh, yeah, five. Like, yeah, the early rumbles, they really... Scott not in a real hurry. His brother's nah. about to be, like, <laughs> throw it out. Actually, that is him in a hurry. I guess so, yeah. Well, there's a stiff shot. Man, he looks, he looks stoned. Yeah, what's going on with oh Rick my Steiner? God. I'm pretty sure we're watching this at normal speed. But yeah, did you, uh, yeah, I don't know if the, you... The combination of Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, and Samu... It'll make you question if you're looking at, like, 15 frames per second here. <laughs> yeah, something is not right about this. We have uh, Vince McMahon and Ted DiBiase on commentary. We, don't, we can't really hear him too much, so unfortunately, the, as much as everybody loves my Vince McMahon intricacies... Well, feel free to do any Vince McMahon moments. They're that probably all the same here. stuff anyway. It's probably just back, body drop, back, body drop. What a maneuver! Yeah, well, that's a suplex, but I don't know what that's called, so what a maneuver. And I'm sure we'll get it when uh, Greg Kabuki comes out and, and various other Japanese guys that he has no idea what to Tenru comes out later. That's we might have to turn that up just to see what he says about Tenru and hear his music because that's the best part. Because it's either flutes or the Orient Express. I was just saying, it's got to be the Orient Express music or Yokozuna music. <laughs> Vince McMahon would be a great social studies teacher. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be very educational, but it'd be a very easy class to pass. <laughs> so the quizzes would just be what do we know about these people? Samoa, hard head. Japan, salt. <laughs> Sneaky. Salt? Oh, wow. Uh, Samoa. Ow! Jeez, that's a terrible spot. Yeah, he just. Samoa just hangmaned himself. Yeah. Uh oh, it's Harvey Whippen and Quang. It looked like Vader if he lost like a I got I got excited, but then it's like, wait a minute, Vader was still in WCW at this time. So they're gonna eliminate Samu or they're just gonna let him out? We don't know. We the camera shot. Did we ever see Samu again after this? No, he died. Oh, green mist. Yes! Japanese people have missed. I should note that Great Muda was in WCW at this point, not that this character has anything to do with that, but Man, he was lazy in WCW at this time too. Muda, yeah. He this was the 94. Oh, martial arts expert Quang because he's Japanese oh. and they do martial arts. Well, it's a little known fact that as long as you move your hands back and forth a couple times <laughs> before like... you do a move, it immediately makes the impact 50% uh, worse. Obviously, this is Savio Vega at this point. Uh, I remember I was reading one of the back issues of the uh, the Observer and he thought that Taz was Quang. <laughs> I thought that would just be... Taz would have been great as Quang. He would have been eight inches shorter yeah. and just so angry. <laughs> Not as fat. Why is Savio Vega so fat right now? Well, I mean... Wasn't he thinner later? He was a Caribbean legend, so he didn't really feel the I need guess. to stay in shape. Steiner's down. I don't know what Rick Steiner's doing, dude. He, Rick Steiner is so... Oh, well, he got misted. That, that was just... They made him do that because... But he's been acting this way the entire yeah, match. Yeah, the, the mist has not changed much of what Rick Steiner's been doing. Oh, he just got... It's not like Rick Steiner was... After about 1990, was a very fast-moving guy, but he seriously looks like he's... Yeah, he's stoned Drunk or, or stoned or... Something. Here, I got the countdown coming up. It is Owen Hart. Oh, man. And uh, this is earlier in the night he turned mega heel at this point. This is when he kicked he his kicked leg, his out, leg out, out from under his leg. Indeed, yes, he did. <laughs> Definitely an awesome year for Owen. Uh, just oh, in ring. So good. 
really kind of that character too. And I, I was talking with other people. I think uh, 95, 96, I think it was peak though because I thought he was just like the number one heel in the company and then people just hated him so much. But this one, I mean, not to take anything from 94 though. I mean, 94 no. in ring, like from the rumble all the way to the end is just is awesome. I mean, you have two really spectacular matches with Hart, uh, Bret Hart rather. So. The thing is in 94, he was playing such a hateable heel. But by 95, 96, he was becoming so goofy as a heel that it became almost likable. Yeah, yeah. Once he sense, started yeah. stealing stealing the Slammy yeah, Awards. Slam, yeah, that was, that's always a fun... It's like, I mean, I remember I was at uh, WrestleMania 13 here in Chicago, and the crowd loved Owen Did at they, that yeah. point. <laughs> I mean, he was one of the biggest favorites on the card, even though he was still technically a heel at that point. And that WrestleMania 13 card, I... Uh... I unfortunately couldn't go. My mom would not let me because I had a friend that tried to invite <laughs> me. But in the old days when uh, I was 13 and <laughs> my mom dictated what I did, I was even la- I think I might have been 11 at that point. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Joey wants me to go to a WrestleMania. And she's like, no. I was like, oh, okay. Well, no, never mind. That was- I wasn't that big of a fan then, so I didn't really get that WrestleMania was like a big deal. I just thought it was like what the show was called. So I was. That was the year where the benefit of being a wrestling fan when no one else liked wrestling really was good. Because <laughs> being easy. all by myself, I was able to get a seat about 13 rows from the ring. Bart Gunn. Out next. I forgot to announce. No, we don't need to talk about Bart Gunn. So let's talk more about WrestleMania yeah, Let's talk about WrestleMania 13. <laughs> let's talk more about an event that's Bart Gunn on. just is not... Getting ready for that brawl for all with those punches there. So. Although he's really rocking a sort of Magnum TA sort of vibe yeah, he's here. Got a, he's like a Magnum TA and British Bulldog from the 1999 when he's he just, came back with the with the boots tucked into the... Or the jeans tucked into the boots. I well, can't tell the internet. He's lacking a nice poodle mullet. Yeah. But otherwise, he could totally be lounging on a, a motorcycle. He does, but it's not curly enough. Okay. Otherwise, he could be seriously throwbacking to about 1986 here. Right now, we're at a th- uh, the mole count of three, I believe. There's four <laughs> men in the ring. By the way, I do want to should stay. I don't know if Owens is technically a mullet though. It's just kind of long. Yeah, it's Canadian. I mean, Canadians. And what do you count kind of Scott's? Like Scott's kind of got like a, a bozo the clown fro thing going <laughs> on. It's just kind of out. It's like a blowout. He looks like an 80s woman, but... Yeah, that's it. It looks almost like, like a perm, too, but... Now, see, if you put Scott Steiner's hair... And Rick Steiner got eliminated by Owen Hart because he needs to go throw up in the back, so... <laughs> I don't know if he so much got eliminated by Owen Hart as he stumbled near the ropes and just couldn't hold on. He may have been scheduled to win for all we <laughs> yeah, know. Like, oh, damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. But yeah, if you put Scott Steiner's hair here on uh, Bart Gunn, you would totally have a 1980s Southern heartthrob wrestler. <laughs> He'd be te- he'd be teaming with a Magnum TA against the Koloffs. <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania Something 13 was great because I could get seats all by myself for yeah. cheap, and I got to see Steve Austin. See, that, I think I was 11, so I probably wouldn't like that Steve Austin. But I'd be like, "This is too long. Why is this match so long?" All right, we have Diesel now. This is before. Uh, this is still. Also, it's going to add to our mullet count. Oh yeah, that's a, that might be the top one in the ring right now. This is a historic moment, though. For what reason? Because this oh. is where the diesel push ends. Right, the diesel begins. push. You're correct. You're right. You're right. I was like, what the hell? For for the last twenty years, when you're speculating about the rumble, it's the second question you ask: Who's going to win? Who's going to get the diesel push? Man, that mullet. That's it's good. Amazing. That's good. He never had that again. I remember even like even up to like WrestleMania, he sort of got rid of it. This is the the zenith of. He the... always had great hair, though. Yeah. That's the thing about the click. That's why it's surprising that Shawn Michaels is able to lead it because most of the click had great hair. <laughs> I mean, they, they, Including Waltman. <laughs> they, they were the Troy Palomalus of wrestling. Are you going to count uh, Justin Credible or PJ Polanco in that? Uh, he was a pseudo click mm. member, but he was a mentor. I don't know. Can I get the uh, 20% off at Olive Garden if I do? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm all you can eat breadsticks or I have a story about PJ. I'll, I'll tell you after. That's, that's, uh, 
Nobody cares. I'm not even going to tell it. Nobody cares. But all right, Diesel just whipped out Bart and Scott Steiner. That pretty much shows you where Scott Steiner was. Yeah. On the, the, it is pretty the funny, though, at this point. He just tossed Owen out. Owen hurt. Owen's gone. Guy in Jets sweater <laughs> loves it. <laughs> Quang. I think Quang's going to hold on Diesel. here. Oh, the, oh. oh, man. If he hit him with that kick, Diesel's mullet would have fallen over. off. And, oh, no. Diesel's cleared the ring. The fans are into it. He's over. Some guy has a let's get ready to rumble <laughs> sign that in the Hulkamania font. And at the time, I'm pretty sure... Backland. Oh, my God, it's Bob Backlund. <laughs> for his every year surprise entry into the Royal Rumble. I don't know if this was technically a surprise at this point. He was still always going for the ground game. I like yeah. it. Going for the ground game. It's Take hard to believe up. that both of these guys would be WWF champion during this 12 months. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this story. Yes, Diesel's still technically the bodyguard at this point of, of Shawn Michaels, but it, it was it was at least like by WrestleMania they were starting to hint a breakup, and then SummerSlam that it was even more. And that was in Chicago as well. I don't know if you went to that show. I, I did not. I didn't. I was like eight at that point. I didn't, or like I was even. I don't even know what the hell how old I was, but yeah. Like, I just remember being really that excited that Walter Payton was involved. <laughs> Sweet, can you know, Razor Ramon. But yeah, that's uh yeah. So he's still the bodyguard at this point. But then yeah, it, it would be Survivor Series '94 when he would. Oh well, Backlund's out of the ring now too. Backlund not being the longevity man this year. They, don't, they year have before. never really... I, I've not watched all these kind of in chronological. There's never been a guy, as you mentioned, the, the quote-unquote diesel push, and there's a reason they call it that, because I've watched these all. There's not a single other one where this guy like goes in there and just completely... There we go. Okay, all right. Okay. There was a year where Kane eliminated about... Yeah, 2001. I haven't, yeah. I haven't watched that one, but yeah, he gets out 11. Guys. Yeah, he gets out 11 goods, which which I, I haven't seen in a while, so I'm interested to see how that is, because Diesel, even in this one, is one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, only six, and that's like the, oh my god. Yeah, it's just the speed that he threw him out. Yeah, the fact yeah. that it's like he comes he in and just a not... Billy Gunn, also with the stash, wow. also with the mullet, so we're back to two out of two mullets, so that's good. Okay, I'll be honest... I wouldn't have recognized Billy Gunn there. If no, you he's got like brownish hair. It. Yeah, it's not really like the blonde Billy Gunn. He seriously looks like some sort of refugee. And from well, that's gonna hit. So okay, well, well, that was fun, Billy. <laughs> it looks like a Magnum TA like fan <laughs> convention or something going on at the. I'm pretty sure Dusty Rhodes was booking this role. <laughs> God, that mullet, Diesel. Jeez. Uh, I really, I, I mean, I, I wasn't alive, or I, I mean, I was pseudo alive. Oh, Lex Luger has been beaten up in the background. Oh, this is at nine forty nine Eastern time. I don't know why. It's the Kabuki and uh, Tenru. Those damn sneak attack Japs. I believe what you mean to say here is it was a Pearl Harbor. Yeah, Pearl Harbor. I'm sorry. Yes, Kabuki just which I just recently a discovered is Tony Korea and like I discovered recently that is not appropriate to say in public. Really? No, <laughs> people don't like that. No. Yeah. It, yeah. Apparently, wrestling is not good training for, <laughs> How for having any sort of social mores. <laughs> the amazing thing is Diesel is blown up here already. Yeah, he's pretty well ready to... Uh... I mean, he's trying to look menacing as he does his big, deep breaths. Yes. But you can see he's like, I'm going to get someone. Dear God, I need a break. I can't imagine the mullet. I mean, I, that's what I was talking about before we saw the, the Lex Luger attack. Is like, I can't believe people actually thought that was a good... Like, oh, Virgil. Oh, wait, hold on. We, we, I, I shouldn't get off into tangents here. This could be huge. This is Virgil. And uh, he's changed his trunks up a little bit. He's now wearing black and white trunks. So getting ready for that job at Foot Locker. <laughs> or to be, vin- uh, to be uh, what was he? So he was, he's, he's he was trying Shane. To promote and what was the other, what was the other uh, in WCW? He was, oh, Vincent yeah, and Shane. Yeah, it was Shane Vincent. Yeah. And Shane, because ha, 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 ha. Get it? 
pet, petty petty fights between. I don't even have IRS coming in. He's going to be VK Wall Street because <laughs> Vincent Kennedy is Vincent Mann's first in middle name. In case you were unaware, Virgil getting more offense than Virgil ever deserved. He's out of the ring now, but <laughs> the very fact that he got like two seconds of offense is, is fascinating. So he sells three eight by tens on his way back. You know. <laughs> How much do you think it would cost to get Virgil to sit in on one of these? Not much. Yeah, do you want to see? I mean, I'd, I'd put up 20 bucks if we could just have Virgil hanging out here yeah, in the you, middle. you're probably going to order a pizza. Oh, yeah, he doesn't work for free. No, for, with Canadian bacon, food. too. He feels like a Canadian bacon guy, too. So. I bet he's one of those jerks who wants pineapple. <laughs> I like pineapple. Thank you. Jerk. So now we got a lot of downtime. So hey, so how's uh, yeah, Kevin Nash seriously needs a minute and a half between each elimination. Yeah, they had to do this. He threw this. three forearms and walked quickly towards the ropes with his hand behind Virgil's head. And now he, and he blew up. Yeah. Kevin Nash lives in a home that's worth more than we will both make combined yeah. in our lifetimes. That's uh, yeah. Thank you. Life's not fair. That's thank you. I'm gonna go kill myself. Now, so. <laughs> All right, I can't tell who it is because he's got the longest camera shot ever. Oh, it's, it's the match. <laughs> That might have been benefited by the looking at the crowd reaction and or listening to the music, which we didn't do. So nice uh, nice outfit for the Macho Man through his glasses. Also, I don't know when Macho started dressing like a chick out on the town in Vegas. Yeah, man, the Macho thing. I, I, I was yeah, I was talking with someone about that, too. It was just like, they were like, oh, I like it because he owns it because it's like Macho and no matter what he wears, he kind of well, owns it. But yeah, man, I what mean, is he wearing? Like He's wearing like a, the, the tassels were a bit much. It's pink. It's got leopard print. Yeah, God. What were you people doing in the... He seriously looks I'm like... I'm you as these people because... I... Because I was still so... very young at this point. So I, I when I was wearing starter jackets, it was not my choice. <laughs> I Granted, can... my San Jose starter jacket. <laughs> I Jose... can assure you, I have only worn pink and leopard prints on a few occasions. That was long after the 94 Rumble. Okay, all right. After After I reached drinking age. But yeah, he definitely, I mean, he's macho, so he owns this yeah. enough that if the match wants to wear pink and leopard, <laughs> Let the macho he could wear it, and it's great. I'm just always a big fan. Of, I, I'm always been a fan of the, uh, before that, the, just the straight kind of trunks. Oh, yeah. Macho or whatever. And I mean, he this had just... the shortest damn trunks. Yeah, they could have been a little bit longer than that, but you know. I mean, that's the thing. I, went, I was watching an old match from like the 86 Madison Square Garden, and he had shorts that looked even worse than like the old NBA shorts at the time. <laughs> it, it was, I'll be honest, I, I, I felt a little aroused watching it. Oh, Jeff Jarrett <laughs> in one of his thirteen runs in in WWE. I had no, I had him. Oh, I guess this is still the this is the beginning of the. Oh, because he came out earlier in the in the casket match. Yeah, he was I forgot involved. about that. So this is the. This isn't Ain't I Great one, or it's the soon-to-be Ain't I Great, but this is like the kind of the pre-roadie Yeah, he was before one. he really developed What the hell did he do for the first year? Because 95, I know he did a bunch of stuff. What the hell did he do this whole year? I don't think much of anything. He was just kind of there because this they were This must have still... just been USWA talent. Yeah, I mean, here, right? he was he was definitely a, an actual full-time roster member, but he was pretty pointless around this time. Yeah, he just knocked Savage out, so he just got over on Savage. Now he's strutting, as only he can. He's going to the top rope. This should have done pretty well. Diesel would love to enjoy <laughs> trying to help out, but he's currently sweating his ass off in the corner. Yeah, he That's also legit, too. It looks He like, hasn't moved in over two minutes. Yeah, that, and that's, it's straight legit, because you can tell he's breathing heavy. Oh, Jarrett with another strut. I can't even imagine what Kevin Nash must have been like as a basketball player. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming Hashim Thabit seems like an <laughs> appropriate comparison. 
<laughs> I think like five people that listen to this is actually going to get that. But that's good. All right. Those five, though, will be so All right, so trying to strut again. Uh, knocks out. Yeah, oh, gets you can't knee. strut that oh. many times. And Jarrett is out of there. Give him credit. He took a heck of a bump yeah, going That's a good bump. There. So there he you go, Jarrett. Jarrett gets a good day. We have uh, had a lot of men. There has been, looking at the numbers here, we got 41 seconds of 14, 32. Jarrett somehow got a minute 19, I guess. <laughs> oh, crush. Japanese synthesizer. <laughs> synthesizer, not synthesizer. That'd be more interesting, but he's already blown up, too. He ran to the <laughs> ring, so that should be just about it for Crush. I went, this is... went to Nitro back in 99 at United Center. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, at the time, it all seemed fun. There was <laughs> lots of noise. and But that was when... Uh, it was back when they were te- when he was teaming with Brian Adams as Chronic. Yeah. And... I was with a couple of my friends, and we were on an aisle right near the back, <clears throat> excuse me, of the entryway. And after the match, because they were both extremely orange by that point, like pumpkin colored, <laughs> yeah. and we were taunting them and yelling at them just like you do. And suddenly, Crush and Adam start walking up the aisle. Oh, they God. were out of camera range. I've never seen a group of people scrambling to, get, <laughs> to see who could be the quickest to get out of the way in my life. Uh-oh. I mean, I'm, I'm what what ended up becoming of it? They went about halfway up the aisle, and after we all scrambled away like the cowards that we are, they just pointed they just and laughed that, at yeah, us. <laughs> it was like I, I respect that though. That was some good heel work. Yeah, thank you, Crush. They were they weren't on camera. There was nothing to be gained. Uh, mole count. We're back at two out of t- uh, two out of three. Actually, I'm not going to count Savage. Savage doesn't have a mullet, but Crush has definitely got a, a, a really good one. So oh, Crush is... has an excellent mullet. Savage has got that weird bald guy mullet yeah, thing starting yeah. to happen there. Kind of a skullet, yeah. the beginning of a skullet, but not quite there. That's yeah, pre-skullet. It's oh, doing well then with Ding. Speaking of skullet, <laughs> do, do, do we count that as a mullet? No, there's really I don't know. no business in the front. There's just party in the back. <laughs> it's just all party. <laughs> Dink, Jesus. <laughs> What happened to Savage? Oh, Savage got eliminated during that and they didn't even show it. <laughs> the hell? Savage is out of the ring. I'm hoping we'll get a, re- a repeat of that at some point. Did they point. even do replays at this point? I don't even know if they did. I don't know if that technology existed at this time. I mean, it took them like two minutes to, to load a replay of, of... Well, I don't want to spoil it, but towards the end of this, you'll yeah. see. Doink's just laughing in the corner. This is uh, this crush is in between uh, Kona Crush when he was just a Hawaiian surfer boy. And then when he legitimately got arrested for having illegal <laughs> handguns and steroids. And then became Jailboard Crush when he Seems came back. Crush was a really scary man. <laughs> And then there was DOA Crush, and then nobody cared, so. And then there was Brian Adams because you screwed Bret Hart, and I'm pissed. Crush, so. <laughs> and then there was Brian Adams who came back to uh, WWE during the invasion, and, and got that one match. squashed. Yeah, that match is hilarious to watch. <laughs> you, like, Undertaker and Kane clearly, like, he does something, like, he misses a spot or something, and Undertaker at some point is just like, all right, screw this. Like, yeah. I don't care. I just start stiffing him, doesn't give him anything, starts no-selling, just completely like, the, all right, get out of my company. <laughs> yeah, it was Acolyte's level. Yeah, just, just get out of here. Stiffing there. Diesel and Crush are now double teaming Doink. Yeah, this hardly seems fair. This pretty much is the early 90s in a nutshell right here. He did spray water. He did. So, to be fair. This is the new generation summed up in one (laughs) moment. Vinny Vegas and Crush (laughs) are beating up on Doink. And Bam Bam Bigelow's coming down to the ring. Oz and Crush are beating up on Ray Apollo. And and probably the best wrestler in the entire group is Luna Michonne. <laughs> bam Bam down to the ring. Hey, no, I, I'm a big Bam Bam guy. This is true. See that guy in the front row with the mullet? He loves it. <laughs> yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow. 
So they let oh, because oh, they they got the feud. Okay, because I was like, why are Diesel and Crusher just going to let him? You know, what would be more effective, guys, if all three of you. But okay. Which one of these guys do you think has the cardio to do any unnecessary movements right now? How much coke did the other two? <laughs> More than you could possibly imagine. Oh. Oh. Doink taking, Doink taking the press slam bump over the top there. Landing on his knee. Oh, no, they're trying to take out. There is no honor among thieves. <laughs> Man, there's two dead guys in the ring right now, by the way. Not to, not to take a lighthearted... Out of... Well, I mean, in a Royal Rumble, that's actually a pretty lo- low count. Really. I guess so, yeah. We'll have to do a death count afterwards. Bam Bam's head tattoos look very unpronounced here. Yeah, he must have got them redone. That might be, maybe it's just the YouTube feed or something. Yeah, it might have been that. But I know they look pretty, because, like, I remember that WrestleMania against Lawrence Taylor. They were up. Yeah, he like, they was. Were, he must have gotten redone. Oliver Humperdinck paid for him to <laughs> get them done originally, and then... Do you think he had that going in, and then they just had to like work gimmicks around him? I actually don't. I don't know. No, he did have it because I remember back when he SI actually did a feature on him back when he was still at the Monster Factory with Larry okay. Sharp. Oh wow! Okay. Because it, it's funny. Do you know where his debut match was? I don't. Studio Fifty Four. Oh jeez. Okay. So that's it, where he got the coke habit from. Exactly. <laughs> we see. Oh, we have Mabel. Speaking of cocaine, no, I don't know. I'm sorry, Viscera, Mabel, Nelson. There's there's right. really one important question that I've never properly had answered. Mo? Is it about Mo? It's it's about Mo and Mabel. What was the mission? Oh, the men on a mission? Just a mission to have fun, I think. Just to wear purple and I, I feel like I would really like that to be kids clearly going, hey, elucidated. Oh. <laughs> and why did PN News never find a way to join them? Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, I think it was just a way to have like white kids in Providence go, hey, oh, and try to do like Maybe it was for Naughty by Nature. It was like a Naughty by Nature street team gimmick or something. I don't know. See, that would be a fun gimmick. A wrestler whose entire job is just promoting another wrestler. <laughs> I mean, you get lackeys and all that, but I want one who does nothing but go around and try to... What's a Vince McMahon wet dream right now? We have uh, Crush, <laughs> Kevin Nash... These no, Mabel and Bam Bam. We need like there's only one. There's one thing missing. A WBF guy. No, well that would help too. Uh, some giant roid monster, but mostly we need a hillbilly. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we need a hillbilly and a Samoan would be useful. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah even I'm though looking... I'm not sure Vince actually knows the difference between black people and Samoans. No, he doesn't. But that's all right. Should explain why head or Samoans to Japanese people. He also believes <laughs> they're well. Asians thing. is Asians. Oh, there's Thurman. Surprisingly not the worst <laughs> ring attire we've seen so far in this event. I mean, really up there, definitely. You know, it's amazing. But he's allowed to have the checkerboards, because... It's like a he's checkered a flag. Yeah. It's phenomenal, because his name is is a Sparky <laughs> Thurman Plug, which is kind of like STP. No, no, see, that that's it, it's funny, because it's not, and that's the thing that's the most annoying about it, is it's Thurman Sparky Plug, when they could have easily just made it Sparky Thurman Plug. This is true. To make it STP, but I think they wanted the, the Sparky Plug... Because that's important. Providence Simmons Center. Sparky plug. Clearly, they, okay, nothing's going on in the rings. Let's do the cutaway to every, show you the arena. Every time you see Bob Holly in the mid-90s, you understand why he became so angry later on. Yeah, I'm surprised more people didn't just... Nah, I yeah, you, you see why he just stiffed guys and was a total asshole. <laughs> he just like, Daniel screwed Pewter, this. Like, you know what, Daniel Pewter? I'm going to beat the hell out of you. Cause <laughs> I had to be Thurman Sparky Plug, so... Oh, and now everyone's teaming up to get Crush out of the ring. I, oh, no. Okay, there's just a giant morph of... There is... How are these ropes holding up to this? I don't know. There is legitimately almost 2,000 pounds laying <laughs> on there. 
Then they all broke away. It didn't really work. Ooh, martial arts from uh, Crush. He did the open hand to the... Well, he hung out with chin. Asians, so that means he knows Asians. Yeah. There's martial arts osmosis well, Mr. Fuji's an announcer, so I'm sure he learned quite a lot from... Man, could you imagine if an indie ring tried to hold that much weight there? Oh. <laughs> There'd be 15 less podcasts on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and Shawn Michaels with... The best mullet. Amazing mullet. <laughs> Is that the winner so far? Best mullet so far? I think that might be the winner forever. Does Thurman have a... Thurman's got a pretty big one. Oh, wow. Okay. That one's tough to ever top. That's like... It's down to... It's past the shoulder blade. That's impressive. <laughs> that is seriously 80s hair metal band. Okay, so he's playing with Diesel there. right now, because obviously, as I mentioned, they're the bodyguards, so he's just going to go to the top rope. That's a good place to go. Now he's taller than Diesel. But he's trying to do the handshake. Oh, yeah, the handshake. Okay. Everyone's good. Oh, no. Now we're all teaming up on Diesel. This is not going well. Diesel's gone, yeah. And and I think, yeah, like there you go. So that's 17 minutes for Diesel. Uh, but I've had a huge run. But here, I think this is where you start seeing a little bit. Because right there, Shawn Michaels obviously didn't go and help him. when he Exactly. Up, you know, this was the up. seeds of that. And you had Big Little Mabel, Plug. 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 Thurman. I, Sparky. I don't know what to call him. Every, every one of those ones sounds awful on their own. And then Crush all sort of uh, <laughs> threw him out there. But yeah. Man, talent level. At this this is not. It's hard it's to not believe the worst that, I've seen. it's not the worst, but it's hard to believe that there's anyone in this ring who you would twenty years later be like, "This is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time." Yeah, yeah. and that's Crush, of course. Well, <laughs> You're speaking no. of Thurman Sparky. Crush is dead, right? Yes, yeah. I Crush dead. So. Bam, bam, dead. Because both members are both members of Chronic dead. No, I think uh, Brian Clark's still. Is Brian Clark still kicking it. Yeah, I think so. I'll be. I could be wrong. Oh, yes. Mo. Oscar will not be making an appearance of the Men on a Mission. Was Mo 70 or so at this point? I think, was that Oscar that was the old one? Or Mo? I, I, think I don't Mo know, because Mo looks like he's about 70 here. I mean, I'm sure part of it is the go-to, but he just has old man head. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought one of them was like, oh, no, 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 Oscar. No, Mo, yeah, you're right. Mo is like 80 years old at this point. Oscar is just yeah. like a 25-year-old guy that just like wrapped him. Mo looks like he probably had like a best of seven series against like Dick the Bruiser or something. Yeah, in like the 50s. <laughs> he made a team with Bobo Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> That's racist, sir. Well, Bobo Brazil's an old wrestler. Okay. I, yeah, I, I mean, and a popular wrestler, just like Mo. No, Ivan Putsky, though. You went with the... No, <laughs> Ivan a little whip. Oh, this is not going to go well. Everyone's whipping each other into... Oh, okay, all right. Well, they had to... No communication, obviously, in the ring right now because they almost Irish whipped each other. Shawn Michaels is a you know, skin the cat. You, you could tell that Pat Patterson had a lot of responsibilities going on at this time. Yeah, because I think these this, are, is, this is right around the time I think when he uh, left his post for a little bit. I, I, I could look at the timeline again, but well, this is. This, I think isn't this when Vince was on trial? Yeah, this is uh, Vince was on trial, and then it wasn't Patterson, wasn't it? Um, someone took over a little bit more. It wasn't Bill Watts at that point. He came in, and I think no, this might have been maybe Watts was Bill like. Watts. Watts was like 95, I That's thought. what I thought, maybe. Okay, so I don't know who this was. Because by the time Jerry Watts Jarrett. came in, Michaels had a lot more power. Yeah, I think, this was, I think this was Jerry Jarrett had a pretty big part in it. Well, that would explain him. Jeff Jarrett. Yes. Speaking of, Greg Valentine in the ring, so. Extremely underrated, Greg Valentine. You forget I never him. liked him, but. But I guess I never, I, I never really went back and watched a lot of the old 70s and 80s things that he had. I've heard those are pretty good, because I've always just watched like the Royal Rumble, but, Greg Valentine. Well, I mean, he's very much a product of the era. He works that slow, methodical style, yeah, yeah. but. 
For a guy who's so soft and pudgy looking, he had really good cardio. He could go long yeah. and not work a plotting sort of pace. And they would always do the narrative work, because every rumble he was in, he lasted like 25. Oh, yeah. Well, it took him 20 minutes to warm yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. They would always say, you know, the 15 or 20 minutes to warm up. This one, I'll do a little bit of a... Okay, all right. If, you, if you've ever... Have you ever seen the uh, the Piper-Valentine Starcade match? No. That is good. I'll have to check that out. 83 yeah. Starcade. It is a bloodbath. It is... Proto ECW. Yeah, I, I really got to watch the Valentine um, uh, NWA stuff because that's where I, I I really never watched a ton of that, and I think that's where he really yeah shined a little bit. Yeah, late seventies when he was teaming with Flair as a tet. No, yeah, Mabel doesn't really know how to do chops, so he just kind of open hand <laughs> slaps until he gets he bored. He just kind of nipple tickled the guy, <laughs> yeah, and got bored of it. And when you're five hundred pounds, pretty much anything you do is going to be. Why do they keep whipping? Okay. Why would you, mm, okay. Because it's a big fat guy move. So they had okay. So so Mo and Mabel decided to whip one of them into the corner to <laughs> hit Bam Bam Bigelow. Guess which one they whipped? It was Mo that they ended up whipping. Who's half the size of Bam Bam? Well, really, I mean, how are you going to whip Mabel? Crush got Shawn Michaels on his head. Oh, it's Taco. Oh. <laughs> we hadn't quite gotten to the the awful stereotypes that '95 would be. This is still. <laughs> I mean, we've had a few in this show, but this this. Tamed by by stereotype standards for man, for this Vince one really whips along. Yeah, it's quick. I, and the ninety seconds, I think, has a big part. of It, it. does because that like the ninety five one is. Tatanka's like, number twenty one. Yeah, we're already at twenty one, and and we're and it's blown through. Yeah, we're only about 20, 20 25 minutes, I think. Yeah, ring's starting to fill up though. There's a lot of guys in the ring right now. Kind of getting a lull here, but not bad. Yeah, we're in that mid period of the Rumble where. It's pretty much the, yeah, you can go to the bathroom now before... The trying to see a heavy blend of, as you mentioned, like kind of the new generation with the, with a little bit of the old, where you have the Bam Bam, you know, maybe a crush I would put in the old generation, yeah, then you Greg have a Valentine. Mabel. Yeah, and then you have a Mabel and a Shawn Michaels, um, kind of the new... I sh- need to do a mullet count here. I think we're down, we're, we're pretty low. Yeah, almost... some good mullets have been knocked out. But Shawn Michaels counts for like two or three here. Yeah, he, yeah we got Shawn Michaels, so he's, he's two. Valentine does not have a mullet. Crush has one. Who else do we have in there? Oh, Tatanka's got a pretty impressive one. Tatanka's got one, Sparky's got a decent one, and Crush has a... So we're, we're only four. So there's, some, of... there's some quality mulletage. See, one of the things that I've liked over the years is they've learned WWF, WWE, this is the time of the Rumble to throw in the little mini angles. Yeah, yeah. Let the... Have the guys We haven't come seen a whole lot of those in this one. No, that's, that's... This one was pretty much just... Diesel gets his push, and then we put guys in until it's time for the end. Yeah. Great Kabuki. So if you're watching ESPN Classic, you probably see him a lot. He's on the, all the uh, old global. I know he was on there a lot. Um, I remember him from World Class. Or World he Class, was that, was so it, that was it. Yeah. Well, I think he might have been in Global, Was he in Global, too? too? I don't remember, yeah. I remember Lots Gary Hart of, was always his announcer. Yeah, pretty much everything in Texas he would find his way in. And Okay, I, just looking ahead, I think you're going to have to pull it up because Tenru's coming out soon, so we need to see what oh, yeah. theme music he has. And also Made in the USA, Lex Luger, who's coming out next week. <laughs> Not to spoil anybody, but I, I can't. I can hardly contain I my w- excitement. I wish Luger had Okay, his so everybody's here. teaming up on Mabel. So Mo is on the other side of the ring with his arms on his... Oh, he just... Okay. At least he's getting hit. He, before he wasn't, but now we're good. No, so now Shawn Michaels. Now before we have everybody trying to get Mabel out of here. So we're trying to uh, get a little precursor to the, the 95 King of the Ring here. <laughs> hey, by the way, this guy is going to go to he's SummerSlam. He's really yeah. fat here, yeah, by yeah, the way, Mabel. Yeah, they might have had to do that to actually like justify getting... Or like actually do... actually literally. Get he just laid, ring, so. he was on the ground. He's like, I can't get up. Yeah, so he's on the ground. So have, okay, so Mabel finally out of there. Mabel lasted nine minutes. That was a long nine minutes. But Valentine's 957. Yeah, not bad. We'll give him ten. 
We got one, two, three, four, five, six guys it took to get Mabel out of there. Interesting. Well, that's about one guy per hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've definitely gotten better about giving something to to sort of latch on to in the middle of the run. Yeah, this, I mean, and, and even like uh, the, the ones before this, there was a lot of that. Yeah. This and here comes Lex. Yeah. I uh, hear he's going to WrestleMania to face the champion, by the way. That's... Not to spoil it for anybody. <laughs> Only if you're a Buffalo newspaper writer. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I actually read Luger's book recently. And How it's, is it? It's very Lugery, but... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he... It's, it's pretty honest about some things, and you can tell that he's sad about a lot of things yeah. in life. Kabuki out. Yeah. Kabuki is out. He did not get to miss anybody. We're back to a... Uh, that's a solid mullet, so that, that has increased our mullet. All right. Lex Luger is in the ring here. Yeah. He's a... Uh, Oily. He's and all roided and yeah. gleaming and... Very honest in his book about his whole relationship with Elizabeth and how that transpired. Yeah. Oh. Which is just so sad. It's a weird fall for both of them, so he's, he tossed Kabuki out. I remember they attacked him before. Apparently. Oh, yeah. He's really selling that attack. I don't oh. know what... Yeah, get let's the... get this volume up. we got Tenru coming out, so I need to... This is always important to see how... <laughs> First off, he'll be called Tenru because Japanese people only have one name, so they will... Because Vince cannot possibly pronounce his first name, so... Vince trying to pronounce Jinichiro could be amazing. <laughs> we'll find out. I, I could be, be wrong. And a half I could be totally wrong. I don't know. We'll see. It's really the most exciting thing of this rumble, except for the ending. <laughs> Uh, steel forearm. Yeah, it was a steel still in there, or did he get it out when he became man in the USA, Lex Luger? Did he take it out? out I think it respect? was still in there, because it came back at, when he was in WCW. Yeah, okay. I just but, thought out of respect. But I think it was American-made steel at that oh, point. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he replaced it. Was it was like with... straight out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Where they play hard-nosed football, because they make steel. And, and they rape people. Because <laughs> their quarterbacks are made of steel. Alright, here it is. Five... I can't wait. Okay, so we don't get any music, no music, but we get There Is Tenru. So maybe they didn't have music during the entrances. That was a newer thing, but. Yeah, that. I'm sure he'll make a lot of mentions of his uh, exploits in Japan. I hope he calls him a promising young rookie. Yeah. Calls Cologne, youngster here. That was the, uh, what was it, 90. Uh, 90. Three was he in? Yeah, that? maybe that one. Yeah, maybe, maybe ninety three. Where Monsoon calls Carl's Cologne, forty five year old Carl's Cologne, a, a fiery youngster. Even though he did business with Carl's Cologne like twenty five years ago, it's like you were in Puerto Rico wrestling against him like thirty years ago. How old do you think he is? Like, oh, Gorilla Monsoon. So okay, unfortunately, the Tenru, Tenru, no music at this point, I guess. I'm sure he's making a comment right now about his martial arts expertise and crescent kicks. And, oh. A little stiff shot, and then a little shout out to somebody in the front row that enjoys stiff chops. <laughs> a young Dave Meltzer in the front row. <laughs> they had to be who he's talking to, right? Most likely. Province Unless it was maybe Vladimir, the uh, oh, super yeah, fan. Maybe. It was super fan, a big fan of uh, work rate. What about that other dude, the one that looked like Mick Foley? What was that guy's deal? I don't know. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? I do, yeah. Yeah, he was like, he was at ECW and all that, too. Yeah, because he was at ECW shows all the time. He was Faith No More guy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Along with Hat Guy and Sign Guy. For whatever, yeah, Vlad always seemed to really, like, for a guy that went to every single show, he was still, like, just, like, 
hated all the bad guys. Oh, he was yeah. well, he was the ultra mark. I yeah. mean, he actually appeared one. He actually got to be involved in a angle at MSG with Hogan once. Did he? Oh, nice. Yeah, like nothing big. He just like got to announce that his mystery partner was going to be Roddy Roddy. <laughs> so we had a countdown. Nobody came out. Uh, judging by my sheet, it was apparently the Bastion Booger. So unfortunately, Mike Shaw was not able to join us. For, well, I'm for taking this. one star off this roll yeah, right is, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do uh, one out of five ratings, but yeah, this one's now. It was a three. It's now. Yeah, this this just went eight. down because we're not going to get. So, to what CD was the reason for this? I have no idea. Maybe they were explaining it right now. We can't hear it because my thing just says unable to compete. So apparently, like some backstage angle between Bash and Booger, and they had nobody else on the roster to even like. Fathom. I'm going to assume that he just like went to the bathroom and forgot that it was his yeah. turn. They could just, like, take Quang's mask off and just be like, it's, I don't know, it's some Puerto it's Rican guy. Samuel Vega! It's some Puerto Rican guy! <laughs> or who else Who else was gone that could easily come back? Um, yeah, they could, Virgil, who yeah, cares? Virgil, send him Virgil out there again. again. Put Virgil in the Quang mask or something. <laughs> and then something with Quang. Jeff Jarrett could come back. Jerry that's Lawler fine. had to be lurking around somewhere. Well, uh, no, no. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he was lurking around. He was lurking in other places. Yeah, right now. So yeah, no, I don't think Jerry was available. But you could have dusted off one of the USWA guys. Exactly. Call, uh, call. Was New Jack there at that point? Dirty White Boy. Call Dirty White Boy. He'll come in. Steve Dahl had to be backstage. Yeah. One of yeah, one of the two members of Well Done. I know because one of the ones of Well Done was I don't know. Yeah, maybe a Heavenly Body was lurking. Yeah, yeah. There. Richard's got to be there somewhere. Martell. So this is his last big um, hurrah. He would. Uh, he came back in the '95 Rumble, but he hadn't wrestled. He. I just looked this up. That's why I know I'm not actually a Rick Martel aficionado or historian. But I'm writing a book on Rick Martel as, as the president curious. of the Rick Martel fan club. Yeah. The book's due out in November, so. It was one I just of the, need to find someone to publish it. Cause I just love the most the randomness when Rick Martel came back in like '98 or '99 yeah. WCW. Yeah, and then he uh, he actually got, he got like a TV title run. And yeah, then he ended was up like. He was doing great. Yeah, he ended up having a bunch of injuries. I know uh, yeah, he tore his, Booker T, he like, tore the hell out of his knee. Yeah, he tore his knee up like Wendell Davis style. Yeah, and then later, um, he came back like some like eight months later or something like that. And like his first match back, he took like two steps and like tore his <laughs> knee again. Which was just like, all right, no. Like, never mind. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go sell real estate, which he actually does. So <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know where, because I would buy a house from Rick Martel. Oh, God, yeah. It's kind of like how... I've always thought it'd be fun to do like a full wrestling road trip to find all the old wrestlers working in various Just jobs. construction. It'd, it'd mostly be construction and like, I think there's a lot of real. Uh, so you have real estate, lots of real estate, lots of car sales, cars, construction, car sales, real estate, and then like owning shitty gyms that are going to yeah. close down at any moment. So. I think the best one possible would be Haku works as a car detailer. That's awesome. Could you imagine going in there and being like, yeah, you know what? There's still a spot on yeah, there. Oh like, dear God, there was please, what? sir. Yeah. Someone's losing I think an eye. Great job, yeah. I think is Mr. Fuji still like a ticket taker at a movie theater? I heard. I that. think he might be too well. sick That's... now. I've heard that oh, he was in right. very he? poor yeah, health, but he no. was for a long time. Yeah, I saw him. He was on. He they interviewed him for that that top fifty or the fifty moments. Yeah, in, in WWE history, and he looks real bad. Yeah, well, Don Morocco on the other hand looks fantastic. Like <laughs> of all the guys that I thought would like die of like horrible heart attacks. Speaking of hearts, um, Bret Hart is limping down the ring right now. He'll be there any moment. He's he's selling it. His leg was kicked out of his leg earlier, and he, he had the knee injury before when it, when his leg was kicked out of his leg, but that only made it worse. So, so he's uh he's getting down there. Teddy Bass is calling him stupid. I definitely heard that. So. <laughs> Ted, you'll see. Ring is huge. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys there are in the ring. Ten right guys now. in here. That's rare. And yeah, this is definitely that spot where you need just. 
There just wasn't any angles in this one. That, that's where, no. That's where kind of watching this now. I mean, we're we're, we're down to. I mean, Bret Hart's number twenty seven. Yeah, this... you're just not getting it. Like what what is being like a lot of these? You can kind of look towards WrestleMania and be like, oh, they're building that for WrestleMania. Or they're building that or whatever for WrestleMania. I mean, the crush Randy Savage was barely even built. I guess like, I mean, Bret Hart's sort of being built, but he was more built in the Owen Hart the the tag match. And Owen was already out of the ring. He didn't do much. Yeah, this is perhaps the least intricately plotted rumble. Yeah, I mean, I guess Bam Bam did a little bit with Doink, but not much. And then I'm trying to think of yeah, that was. I mean, who the hell? What did Mabel? They faced the Quebecers, didn't they? On yeah, yeah, yeah that wasn't. Ten. I mean, they're no where to be seen. Yeah, this was. Uh... Yeah, this rumble really was just. Hey, okay, have a rumble, guys. Go the out ending. there. Yeah, here's the ending, and there you they go. they put all of their effort into coming up with that ending, and that pretty much shot their creative wad. There's Fatu coming in. It's amazing to think of how long this guy was in WWF. Now, what difference is he making here? Um, he hadn't yet decided to make difference. He was still just a small one. It was two years down the line when he realized kids started doing drugs, and the only way to stop that <laughs> was must have been to... a shock to Vince McMahon when he found out about people doing drugs. Yeah. And then he decided to walk the streets wearing a red jacket to ensure <laughs> that people stopped doing drugs. He's like a guardian angel. He, well, yeah. Not the guardian yeah, angel, yeah, my Ray trailer, of course. <laughs> Who was doing that gimmick at the exact same time. Well, Ray Trailer was doing that gimmick in, like, 94. Yeah, that's true. Oh, right, right, right. He was... Yeah, man, everybody, like, who has been eliminated in a while? I mean, there is, look at the, yeah, look at the rundown of this. Like, you have Shawn Michaels, 21 minutes. Mo 29 minutes. No, 22, Greg, sorry. Shawn yeah, Michaels. Greg's Valentine gets 20. Tatanka. We have, like, five straight guys that get 20 minutes. And a guy before that in Bam Bam that gets 30. Bigelow's at 30. Sparky Crush plug. gets 25. Jesus. Yeah, this really is the rumble where they're... Is this, like, where they met it up on their subs? They're like, oh, whenever you guys want to get eliminated, just get eliminated. And all these guys are, like, going into business for themselves. They're like, all right, sorry, like... Because yeah, we're going to come to a point now where a lot of these guys are going to have to get out of here, right? Like, And I don't even remember how half this ring... Because we only have two more guys left to go. Yeah. And it's like, looking at this, I don't think... You, there's not like anyone who's going to do any... Oh, there goes Crush. Oh, finally. Yeah, it's pretty much just at some point everyone's just... Eh, let's start flinging ourselves slowly over the... Of course, wearing the same ring attire he had in 1983. So now is this the Rumble that he got fired directly after? Oh no, it was uh, Rumble '92. '92. Yeah. Oh, he so goes right to Sean. So, okay. Track of, All right, so that's cool. That's cool. some they, angle development. Yeah, they're doing something there, so that's pretty cool. No, it was '93 where he uh, yeah, he was like high or drunk or whatever, and they had they had actually an okay match after, but yeah, right afterwards, immediately he got to the back, and they were like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, keeping track of Marty Jannetty's firing. Yeah, there, there was like six more times. It's like Billy that Martin. Right yeah, he gets fired. He comes back. He gets fired. He comes back. Oh, uh, Tenru. Could have at least laid just one good stiff kick in there. Shawn Michaels hates Tenru right now, by the way. <laughs> Shawn Michaels just went for a, a super kick, and Tenru just kind of like casually walked in the way. <laughs> so Shawn's going to go back and tattle on Vince. and Sadly sadly depriving us of what I'm sure was going to be a long Tenru run in uh, yeah. WWF. <laughs> I'm sure he had Intercontinental title written all over him. How sweet would that have been? Because that would truly be Intercontinental. Oh, yeah. Versus like the usual Intercontinental champion, which is just some... Random dude. I've always been confused why they... I mean, I guess because it's North and South America, but... <laughs> since that, that that was the pretend lineage... Yeah, because the Rio de Janeiro, of course. Yeah. Of course it was it was won at a tournament in Rio de Janeiro. Exactly. It unified the North American and It's South amazing American how titles. many big title changes happen in Rio de Janeiro without any video. One day. Well, I mean, they're only there. getting video for the Olympics. That's true. So we are down, I think this will be number 30, yes. Yeah, in two seconds we'll have number 30, and it is... 
It's my other nemesis. <laughs> yes, the guy also did not like... Uh, I was hoping we were going to get some Crush uh, Atom Bomb interplay, but we did. <laughs> Alright, so he's got a red tongue and yellow eyes, I think, so I don't know. And What really, is he supposed to be? Is he supposed to, like... Was he contaminated, or is he literally a bomb? You know, I'm sorry I'm know. asking you these, these Vince McMahon. It's, it's a tough one. I mean, judging by the orange color of his he's skin, got radiation I'm saying poisoning, contamination right? Yeah, so he's got radiation sort. poison, and thus cancer, but it apparently yeah. does not affect him, because he's still ripped beyond belief, so... So was he supposed to... Oh, maybe he's, like, radioactive? Like, well, that's like the thing. It's, it's Exactly. It's comic book logic. Okay. All right. If, if, you, if you're near any sort of weird natural disaster, it you actually stronger, makes you stronger. Yeah. yeah, okay. But he's got the gloves of a guy that would, like, work with... <laughs> like, I well, it's respect to the workers who <laughs> who were not able to become better men because of the yes, radiation. That's true. Okay, so now in the yeah, we got like fifteen people in the ring. I, I'm not making any sense of what's They're going on. It's terrible. Just... <laughs> this if if it if there's not really good description having it, it's because there is literally nothing yeah, happening. So Bret Hart just tossed uh, Thurman Sparky plug. So that the spark plug had a uh, as mentioned a 21 minute run. It's it's at that moment where everyone is just randomly like flailing punches and kicks at each other. And laying on ropes. Yeah, I mean, we're done with the guys now, so we'll, we'll have to see. Hopefully, a lot of times these goes, like, real quick. And yeah. I, just looking at where, yeah, it's going to be in about another two or three minutes where just everybody just kind of flies out of the ring all at once. At this point, I was betting on Greg Valentine. Yeah. I figured he was due. I got Tenru. Oh, no, actually, Sean, they made an audible. Sean did that already. <laughs> And they made an audible. So Tenru, who was planned on winning. All of their plans for 94 got <laughs> thrown off there. Got the way of the super kick. Just think, we we could have had uh, some sort of Tenru versus Misawa interpromotional feud. That's what I'm saying. That's license for money in '94. Business was in the shits. You do that because business wasn't in the shits in Japan. So just leech off of them. Exactly. Should have brought Misawa in for this. It'd have been great. He would have came, right? <laughs> he gets eliminated by like atom bomb or something. It's just like, oh, all right. <laughs> And in all of Bret Hart's books, I think that's one of my favorite parts is his complete no-sell of Misawa. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's just like, some young boy named Misawa took over the Tiger Mask character, <laughs> but he was obviously no such a I don't know whatever happened to that guy. Never did anything important in my life. <laughs> I do remember that. It was very odd, because I was like, hmm. And I, I had to actually look it up to just like confirm that it was like, I was like, that's the Misawa, though, right? Like, why? Yeah, same, same one. Why is Mo still in the ring, for God's sakes? How long is Mo been? Because he hasn't been able to get up the energy 22. to go over the top. <laughs> 22 minutes for Mo. Maybe we don't need to have Mo out for that long. This is one where they really didn't want to like make anybody look strong or anybody look weak. It was just like, yeah. as you said, yeah, it was go out there for... Yeah, yeah, I mean, this... the action's fine. It's just there's not much... Nothing matters in this rumble except Diesel and the finale. Yeah. It's like you could have put any other guys in any other order, mm-hmm. and nothing changes about this yeah. match. Jeez, Mo, why is Mo still in? <laughs> Come on, Mo. Bam Bam Bigelow is asking, "Can you handle it? Can you get over the top?" Yeah, and he's saying that. Yeah, I don't know if Bam Bam can. He's Not like yet. he's at like thirty minutes. Oh, Bam you can tell. Look at him. He's like he can't even walk. <laughs> Staggering. Yeah, not. Uh, we got Janetti's out in the corner. Uh, someone's up, up. Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart's trying to get. Yeah, there's a lot of laying and. Yeah. The big pushing. guys are out. The mullets. We got Tataka trying to take out Michaels. That's not really going anywhere. One Gennetti's. of these guys is not like the other. <laughs> Tataka, Michaels, and Bret Hart. Yeah. Well, now Adam Bomb has joined the fray. So. After all, only one of them's ever had an undefeated streak. Yeah, for the night a year. Wrath. Yeah, exactly. Or the hammer, sort of punching. I guess that the hammer and, and Val, or uh, hammer and uh, Martel, Valentine and Martel going back. So that, that 
Yeah. I guess we can count that as like a pseudo, but they just did it on accident. That's just two guys who happened to. Not yeah, they're like, hey, I don't know hard. who the rest of these morons are. They don't know how to wrestle, so you want to <laughs> want to be methodical over here with me? Right yeah. now, they're they're telling stories about 1982 yeah. working for Ole Anderson or something. <laughs> yeah, remember that time? Yeah, that steakhouse. And <laughs> Yeah, they never really do anything but just hugging each other and clearly yeah, just they're, chatting. This is seriously the... They're looking for a steakhouse in Providence. <laughs> they're like, how long a drive is it to Kowloon? <laughs> we always get fed for free there. <laughs> Speaking of steakhouses, I just have to give CM Punk credit for pulling out the Ribera jacket That was pretty week. sweet, yeah. I've, I've been tempted a few times on eBay when people have auctioned to Ribera, Ribera jackets yeah. to, to get one of those. So I'm pretty sure if you wear that to a wrestling show, any wrestler who's ever been there is allowed to beat you half to death for it. Is that true? Yeah, that's probably because you have to actually be given it. You've like, got you to can't. earn your steakhouse. Oh, jacket. Valentine just fell off, and I don't think he was supposed to, but that's okay. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, but you said Valentine was going to win this. He was due. You have, Speaking of playing, you don't want to know how much I lost that night. Yeah. <laughs> I figured Valentine at six to one odds. Yeah. How could oh, I Martel out. Mart- uh, Tataka is. Knocked him out, so now we're down to, uh, yeah, we still have... I mean, at this point, who who hypothetically could win this thing? Let, let's let's kind of look at that. I always like to look at that. You have, really, at this point, Shawn Michaels. I don't know if that's ever true. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, you could say he's got a chance. He's got an off chance. You have Bret Hart. Bret Hart, Luger. That's really... I mean, if you... Tenru, Yeah, of Tenru's I mean, this is a star choice. from, you know... The land of the rising sun, a martial arts expert. From the the land scary of the thing sun. is, in '94, you could have probably talked yourself into Tatanka. Yeah, I mean, it would have been an idea that even back then I would have said yeah. this is a bad one, but you could have. Well, uh, now, now he's you gone. can't. Yeah, so now he's gone. So, all right, we're down to Bam Bam, Samu or Fatu. Actually. Fatu is in there. Fatu, sorry, Janetti, Janetti Michaels, Michaels, Bret Hart, and then uh, Luger, Tenru, and, and Tenru. Tenru. Don't forget Tenru. I'm telling you, I think Tenru's going to win this. I haven't watched this in forever, so I don't really know how it ended. So, Tenru eliminates everybody and goes <laughs> on to a 12-year reign as WWE champion. Only to be upset by Jack Swagger when he catches his money in the bank. Jack Swagger of Mars. <laughs> Shout out to Brandon Stroud. Two <laughs> trying to get Bret Hart out, that would be uh, impressive. I like his chances. Man, they must have like because I think Bigelow might actually die. Oh, why did he do that? Bigelow just did the freaking like the Bret Hart or like the Shawn Michaels where he flips up spot. We did it like infinitely slower than <laughs> how Shawn Michaels does. It, it took him about four and a half oh, seconds. Margetti out. Mario Janetti out. Shawn Michaels got Mario Janetti. So now we have Luger, Michaels, Fatu, Bret Hart, and Tenru. Bret Hart really working over Tenru. Bret Hart's That'd getting revenge match. for being treated poorly in uh, <laughs> Japan in nineteen eighty one. He's like, Hiroshi Hase stiffed me once back in Osaka, so someone's <laughs> yeah, going to get for it, this. Yeah. Oh, Tenru's about to take out two guys. Take that fight two. one of them Samoan. Yeah. Oh, the of course. I knew it was going to happen. Work. Yes. <laughs> the Japanese dudes love doing this, because I, I watched uh, 95, Dick Murdoch comes in there, and he starts <laughs> doing with these guys. I think they just love the idea that these dudes like, can't be headbutted. It's like, <laughs> these old workers and Japanese dudes just always go right at the, the <laughs> Samoans and try to headbutt them. I wonder if people forgot that they didn't do that, but they're like so good at their characters. Like, oh no, I don't get like, you know what I mean? Like, did Tenru know that that was? I... Well, Tenru, it's the pop- shops, man. Let's go. 
By the way, it would be another eight years until Fatu would like become a star. Or a six. It was six. It was Yeah, five, six years, two thousand. That's that's amazing to think that this like six years later it was two thousand. And then that like look at now, like six years. Six years ago it's the actually no, I can't say it's the exact same product. Six years ago it was pretty awful, WWE. Yeah, flies. that's true. Yeah, in ring were a lot better. Tenru, unfortunately, has been eliminated, so that sucks. Final four, Bret Hart, Liger, I, I no longer care now about Shawn Michaels people. and Fatu. So you can turn this off because I don't care. Because Oh, no, Tenru's trying to get back in. Like, no, I don't know how rules work. In Japan, you get to be eliminated twice. <laughs> yeah, it's all elimination. <laughs> it's round robin style. This is bullshit. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels fighting. Yep. It's a shame not never came of them, too. Bret Hart really selling the, uh... It's on the leg. Not really much anymore, but that's all right. Whatever. He sold it on care. the limp down. That's all yeah, you got to ask I'm for. I am good. Whatever. Ico Pro <laughs> banner in the background. That was... Did you ever... Uh, how much Ico Pro did you purchase? So much. You know... As a, <laughs> a bodybuilding 13-year-old. Yeah. But you, you don't want to know the side effects. Oh. Uh, Ico Pro. What if you can still find... Are those still on eBay? And the next time you see the Ribera jacket, let me know if there's some Ico Pro like protein powder or something on there. I wonder if Vince is ever going to go for the bodybuilding thing one more time. I mean, because now that like Joe Weider's dead, there's a hole in the industry. Yeah, I don't know. You mean in terms of wrestlers or like Anything. making products again or just, just trying it? It's actually you know he he's a, he 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 was ahead of the game because now they're like. You got guys, you know, your Phil Heats of the world and your your Coleman's and all that stuff. He would oh, yeah. he, now he'd be over. They they're big stars now. At that point, not really. I actually saw the '93 WBF thing. Oh no, God! What was that like? Other than Vince it Man, was wet dreams. The most homoerotic. <laughs> it's hard to describe. Luger's not doing like fighting spirit right now. So that's oh my going on. There's the. He's he's going full Kawada. He's so <laughs> his slaps imbue every person with strength. <laughs> but yeah, oh, lots of guys in capes flexing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So they whip at each other. Michaels jumps over. Oh wow! Both of them get tossed over the top. Michaels Anytime. takes an insane bump. Yeah. As he wants to do. And then the guardrail. And now we have Bret Hart, Lex Luger. Now here's we're getting to the ending and. Obviously, this is what it is. I'm assuming anyone who's insane enough to be listening to a podcast about the 94 Rumble has seen the 94 I gotta Rumble. Hope so. Or at least knows what they're dealing yeah, with here. We're not going to do play by play for this. The, part, the simultaneous ending. Yes. So they're both out of the ring right now. They're both now. out of the ring. And watching it, and the way that it's run these next couple minutes, they do such a good job of making it seem like this might not have been the plan. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, okay. I got you. And watching it, it was so exciting because it was something out of the ordinary. Yeah, because usually everything was so structured or whatever. Because you get the... They do the thing where they do the arm raises a while. Like, yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. And, I'm sure Lex Luger won. And that's the thing is, at the time, I mean, I knew that wrestling wasn't real. I wasn't yeah. some sort of derpy mark who's like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, was re- but I wasn't reading The Observer. Yeah, I wasn't right. like reading Meltzer on a daily basis or something. So the idea that something different could happen was not impossible. Right, yeah. And it was the first time that something broke that mold of what normally happens. Mm-hmm. Conquering hero, 
right. wins Royal Rumble by throwing bad guy out of ring. Okay, yeah, I got you here. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. And you start to see moments like that happen over the next 18 months. Yeah, because you have Earl just shouting at Finkel. Yeah, there's confusion, and it looks different. Yeah, they're, they're shooting it a lot differently. And it's it. not cartoonishly different, like when Hulk Hogan's dealing with the twin referees yeah, right, from right. under the giant. Hey, that is awesome. You bite your tongue, sir. Well, that was an amazing moment. I mean, how much plastic surgery did Earl Hebner have to do to look like Dave? <laughs> that million dollar man. <laughs> I love that's how they started. Before they thought of, oh, he has a twin, it was like, oh, oh my God, they had this, <laughs> this guy get millions of dollars worth of plastic surgery to look exactly like Earl Hebner, as opposed to going with the... He just brought him a twin. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, you start to see things like this. The moment where Shawn Michaels has his... Injury from yeah, Owen Hart's right. and Zagiri. Okay, no, I, I got you. The no, Diesel yeah. speech. It's like these two, this, this two and a half year period where they weren't really sure how to grow up yet. Right, yeah. I mean, Hogan's still coming and going and coming and going. Mm-hmm. He was finally gone by this point. Yeah, he was done. Yeah, no, I, yeah, you, definitely. And then the only thing that really held back 95, because 95 overall was, I thought, a pretty okay year, but you just had such of the ridiculous characters and stuff that just Yeah, made it. they weren't sure how to make it. And they would still do the Mabel Mo thing, but you started to see even towards the late '95 when you saw that. I mean, that Bulldog Bret Hart match it was just a bloodbath or whatever. That's where exactly. you start seeing a little bit of like the. I mean, it's they're the, starting to differentiate themselves a little bit. Yeah, the the old generation and the more cartoonish guys are starting to fade away. Oh, Tony! If anything's gonna make this all right, it's Jack Tony. One kid wanted a high five from Jack Tony. The rest <laughs> of them were just shouting at him like he's. In, I miss Jack Tunney style characters. God, I miss the authority figure that was just just came in when you needed him. Yeah, and just an impartial authority figure yeah. was like, "Hey, I'll I solve. mean, it's like, could you imagine if Roger Goodell like went down in favor of one team at all times, or if David Stern was, or if before the freaking okay, well, game, David Stern's like, not a good example. Yeah, David Stern is probably. <laughs> <laughs> imagine like Goodell, like so they just have every so he walks out before a game and is like, "All right, no, actually, this game is not going to be the Cleveland." Browns versus the New England Patriots. It's going to be the Cleveland Browns versus the Packers. And, like, oh, my God. Like, the Packers have to come in, like... You know what I mean? Like, that, that, like that's what we have now with these authority figures. It's exactly. like, you run a, a really, like, this, epi- this... You call it the longest episodic show or whatever, all this garbage. But then it's, like, made it's like made in two seconds. Yeah. The announcer's like, you know what? No, you're facing your home. There you go. Get out there. It's like, why are, you, why are we... Like, well, it's weird because it turns it into such an odd universe where it's just people who follow every, each other from city to city dressing yeah. up in their underwear and fighting from time to time. They did a good job this, too. I remember they're showing the replays right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll eventually do the final because, I mean, you know what happens. They both land and, and the way they do... They, they announce them as both winners uh, after a lot of discussion, but... Uh, they did a good job of both men really trying to land at the same time, which I thought would be very hard to do. Yeah, I mean, they. When you... Well, it helped that they did a good job of letting it sort of tumble, so one guy's foot's hitting and another guy's foot's yeah, hitting. Yeah, yeah. So it's really hard to keep track of whose limbs. Well, for are a guy like where. Lex Luger, I mean, Jesus, it's a it's a miracle he didn't screw this up. Like, I have no doubt that Bret Hart would have made this work, but like someone like Luger is just like. Well, the thing is, Luger's an amazing athlete. He's yeah. just doesn't klutz. Yeah, yeah, he's not even a klutz. He just didn't know what to. do. <laughs> that's a, that's my favorite they, part, ex- and that's what sells it. Howard Finkel's like, wait a minute, that's what my favorite doing part here. He goes out there and says, that, "That's my favorite Finkel part." He goes, "The winner of the 1994 Royal is," and then he looks at Tony like, "Wait, what?" Because like, he said something, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that, that, that I deem that an okay answer. I will announce it right now." And, and then twenty seconds later, he's like, "Wait, no, this no, can't. I don't like that answer at all." The, the confusion was just so well done here. 
So yeah, so this this part's really cool. So now, while all this is going on, obviously everybody knows how it's uh, how it sort of ends. What would you give this Rumble? Uh, we, we're doing one out of five rankings. What would you give this guy? <sighs> I'd give it. I mean, overall, it's terrible. It's it's serious, but it's historically one of the most important. Yeah, it's got one of the most unique finishes. It sets the template for the diesel push person that happens in yeah. almost every Rumble. How about a two point five? That's fine. We're, we can do halves. We're because allowed to. Yeah, it it's a four on the historical scale. Yeah, but on the and it's really the moment that they transition away from Luger and the Hulk Hogan yeah. archetype. Yeah, the, and the, start to have to give runs to people like Michaels, Hart, yeah, Diesel. Yeah, I mean even Diesel, but. Diesel really, his failure was kind of the last gasp of the. Hogan yeah, exactly. Type. Yeah, the, okay. Let's try it again. Give, give, the, give take a virtuous big man and let him fight against little people, against evil big people. Yeah. But yeah, I mean historically, it's huge for that. But like we said, nothing's happening in this. No, yeah, I, I have to give it a two out of five as well. I mean, maybe I can maybe do a three just because I, I thought the ending was pretty cool and I thought there was it wasn't boring at any point, but there just wasn't. No, it definitely flows along really fast. But if you're the stories within the stories aren't there. It's, yeah. it's very if much If you're just a, sitting there watching it by yourself, not doing anything, it's going to be a slow, yeah, hard a, go. Yeah. You should probably vacuum the house or something and then turn back yeah. and be like, oh, what's going on now? Oh, Kabuki. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, Kabuki. Exactly. So, watch, with a, watch with some friends, get something to drink, have a couple drinks. <laughs> Maybe three. Yeah, the, and it becomes an Have a drink every time you see someone with a mullet. Yeah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Only one per mullet, man. Yeah, you. okay. I don't want to encourage anyone to drink themselves to death here. Yeah, that would be that would be death. So, all right. So, is this finishing up here? We'll uh, we'll wrap up uh, this guy. But anyway, uh, any last thoughts on the Royal Rumble '94 or any other good stuff? It's the first moment where you be where you're really starting to make the transition into the modern wrestling. I era. like that. I like. I, I had never heard that before. So that's an interesting theory that this is the the. the it's a the slow hint, the one. peak, the the small peak into the Attitude Era. So this I definitely is, like that. This is where we start to see wrestling have to grow up along with the fan base that went that was growing up with yeah, it. Absolutely. No, so everyone was gone. The mat in the match before you have the most cartoonish, ridiculous ending <laughs> yeah. ever. And this is hyper realistic. Yeah. And this is them. Tr- this is exactly the exact opposite. They're make they're trying to do something that looks like it could be a shoot, something that yeah. looks unplanned. They're having to have put over a technical wrestler, a smaller yeah. wrestler. And Kevin Nash begins his re- his reign of terror that eventually leads to everything changing. Yes, exactly. If Kevin Nash doesn't get this push here, who knows? NWO doesn't exist. Maybe there's no NWO. Okay. Maybe there's no Steve Austin. This is one of the most important nights oh, man. of bad wrestling ever. <laughs> <laughs> you made it way more important. And then we had the urn, of course. Of course, we watched the Royal Rumble 94. So, Sean, I want to thank you again for... Uh, let me into your humble abode to do this uh, Royal Rumble review. Uh, before we get out of here, though, uh, for people that are just listening to this one, where can they sort of follow your... If they want to... I want to hear more from this weird, odd fellow. How can I do that? Uh, I have a Twitter account. It's at uh, SPIFFIE6123. Uh, 6122 was gone, so... It was. Okay. I mean, there's the first 6,122 spiffies, <laughs> so I had to get in line. <laughs> but yeah, I, I try to post odd observations from time to time, but... Usually I was making fun of indie uh, indie wrestling fans. Which really, they shows, deserve so. it. They yeah. deserve it so much, as someone who goes to many indie shows. So, <laughs> rest assured, I'm a self-loathing indie wrestling yes, fan. As, we, as, as, as the real good ones are. The real, real good ones. So, Sean, thanks again for doing this review, and we'll see you guys next time on the uh, Voices of Wrestling. Take
here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.